Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, in a little less than two weeks, one thing is clear. Triple H is declaring war on the marks in the best way possible by giving them exactly what they want. We break down his latest booking decisions, plus more Vince McMahon drama, Tony Khan facing criticism from within, and WrestleMania goes Hollywood with their pricing. So get ready to bunker down at your estate in Mar-a-Lago, because we're going to bust through those walls with a group called the Kings of the Rings podcast, exclusively on Wrestle Attic Radio, and it starts right now. Welcome, everybody, to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 303, entitled Love and War. Tell me where you've heard that one before, because if you know, you know I am your host, King Ricky Rose, alongside ZK Murphy, because Willie T is non-existent uh, this week. So there's just me and the love bug, the HBIC, the resident rainbow. I think I've gotten all of your nicknames throughout this life of this show, K. K. Murphy. Uh, how are you doing? Hi. Um, I did celebrate one year with my lizard friend, Tornalini turned a year old last Monday. I have so much to update y'all on. Yeah. Um, right now my jaw really fucking hurts. So we are dealing with some bodily issues. Um, would you like my wrestling news first? I would love your Or my animal crossing news it's, first? It's, it's all UK, whatever you want to do. Your wrestling news, your animal crossing news, whatever you want to do. Let's pick your poison. All right. Well, first of all, I would like everyone to know who anyone who's been worried. Freckles has arrived on Honey Cove. She is safe and sound on my Freckles island. Freckles has been resurrected. And she will... Freckles was never killed. Mm-hmm. Freckles had a, a quick few weeks sojourn until I was able to bring her home. She has her true house now, and honestly, it's fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hold on. Did did Freckles actually design their own place, or did you design Freckles' place? Well, I eventually because I Animal Crossing has a paid DLC where you can desi- you can eventually design like your resident houses and you can like design vacation homes and stuff. It's really fun. Okay. But so, so Animal Crossing and their land development mm-hmm. is you are allowed to have you are allowed to have a maximum of 10 villagers on your island. Gotcha. So when you leave in the beginning of the game, you leave from the airport and you fly to the remote island, which becomes your island after you pick your map. You fly with two villagers that move on your island. Okay. And Animal Crossing is like over 400 villagers, but there are eight different personality types. Okay. So they have, so they start you with like a, uh, a sisterly type. They call her like Uchi or big sister in Japan and a jock. And the jocks are boys. The sisterlies are girls. The other male personality types are lazy, Mm -hmm. um, smug and cranky. And for the girls, your options are sisterly, normal, peppy or snooty. So Freckles is a peppy villager. Okay. What's up top to the and everything. Sorry about that. Continue. 
Kaitaquan. So when the first five villas that come to your island are given generic designed houses based on their personality mm-hmm. type. So Freckles on my island, he was not on the plane with me when I joined my, I started to move to my islands, but yeah. they, you can go to different mystery islands to recruit villagers. So if gotcha. you have an available plot of land you can purchase and you go to a mystery island, there will be a random character there on the island okay. and you can invite them to live with you, live, move to your island. So the very first mystery island I went to had freckles. So gotcha. she was with me from the second day of the game. Okay. Freckles is my OG friend. Yeah, that you almost killed. That you almost killed. I didn't almost kill her. So as mm-hmm. a result of me having her as a day one friend, she had the basic generic house. Okay. That all the other that all the other peppy villagers, if they don't have their because every villager has a house design specific to them. But they only have that if they are not the first three Mystery Island villagers or the villagers that start the game with you. Oh, Taquan is on YouTube now, too. We got to follow you, Taquan, on YouTube. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Hooray. (laughs) Thank you, Top Taquan. Like, share, subscribe. It's Taquan. Damn it. Uh, but it's 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 pretty awesome. So, what is your other news, Kay? By the way, before we get into all of our wrestling shenanigans, so what is your other big news that you have for us? My daddy list is ex- expanded. Your wait, hold on. Your daddy list expanded. Who? I like, have our, a new daddy. Here's a question: Who's on the daddy list to begin with? Um, my current existing daddy list, um, Roman is still present and I have to buy the shirt. Okay. Um, cause that shirt was, I'm sorry. WWE stole my gimmick. <laughs> they stole my gimmick. And they did. Are you, are you going to sue? I've been that Roman Reigns is daddy for years. <laughs> no. But if I ever meet Roman Reigns, I'll tell them that I said he was daddy first. Okay, I, I I'm sure he'll. Left, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. He probably gets a kick I out of it. <laughs> probably. Um, but my current list is Roman is a daddy. Uh-huh. Um, Trent Seven is a daddy. Okay. Um, Austin Theory, daddy. As much as I like, try to like fight it. He's a daddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> Rhea Ripley's a daddy. Sonya Deville mm-hmm. is a daddy. Um, and the newest addition to my daddy list is Brody King. Really? Oh my god. Brody um, King is your new daddy. We're gonna have to act out of our guests next week. Like, does does she have a daddy list? I definitely have more daddies, but like those are my current most active daddies. The most active daddies, the Mads. The Mads. <laughs> the Mads. K's Mads list. I sh- wait, 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 wait. Can do you remember how we did our like Mount Rushmore bracket? You want to do a Mount Rushmore of daddies, K? No, I want a March Madness, my daddy. March Madness daddies. That- Can we do a daddy March Madness? Um. Yeah, March is a, wa- a ways away. So yes, I can think of a Daddy March Madness. 
Wow. Wow. Mr. Fred's yeah. Mount Dadmore. Got it. Or March. <laughs> no. Or March. Or March Dadness. December, I like March Dadness. December to Dad's member. Too much. Well, we could do Dad in December. Daddy December works better. We can do something for daddies. You can December. do Daddy December and then do like Mount Dadmore or March Dadness. I like March Dadness. March Dadness. <laughs> yes. It'll be our own way for you to go mad for like oh a whole month of March. March Dadness. I like it. March Dadness, Mount Dadmore. I can't Daddy, wait. Daddy if, December. My how God. many do I need for all? For if you're if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a traditional March Madness bracket, my traditional March Madness bracket would be sixty-four. Okay. I can come up with sixty-four wrestling daddies, I'm sure. That is unreal. (laughs) I think I I think but I'm gonna span all of time and space with wrestling. Okay. Okay. Because I don't know who my retro daddies are, if we're being honest. Gotcha. Like like when I was 16, like Randy Orton probably would have been very high on the daddy list. Okay, so if you're gonna do this as we're planning out this I was as I'm we're literally doing a March dadness after prep, prepping this out right now. Um you would have to give like a year a year time frame when you're doing these daddies. Like you can say like oh wait Jericho or like nineteen ninety-nine Randy Orton or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> So I could I could potentially pit like because obviously like when I was in high school like Punk mm-hmm. and Jeff were daddies. Now I just respect them too much to call them daddies anymore. But they're technically kind of daddies, and like Malachi Black is also like a daddy. But I respect them too much. Yeah, it's weird. So you'd have to give it's me years. Thing. I don't want to objectify them anymore. So you'd have to give me years. Like what with, specific era? Yeah, or like just to so give me like two thousand three Jeff Hardy or some shit like that. So you're, but you're telling me I could pit like fucking 2021 CM Punk against 2005 like long black hair CM Punk? Uh, theoretically, yes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Goodness. I don't know what I've just begun, but I can, <laughs> I can, we can detail this out a little bit more. I have I have a way that you can do it. Um in a very productive way. I think this will give me my spark back. I, I think it will. I think it will give you your spark back. Uh, so let's get into uh, the episode right now this week then. Speaking of getting sparks back or maybe potentially losing a spark, okay, going into DILF territory, you are far behind, Saquon, with this. Far behind. Oh my <laughs> goodness, just... <laughs> There are a lot of episodes where I objectify men <laughs> and women. Yeah. I am an equal opportunist. Yeah, this this, this daddy is going to be very gender fluid. Let me tell you, if you guys haven't figured that out yet, it is going to be very gender fluid. Uh, but speaking of what's in AEW, Tony Khan, oh this wild man, him. Tony Khan is getting not a daddy. <laughs> no, definitely not a daddy. <laughs> Tony Khan is uh, looking a little shaky these days. There's reports coming out 
from within AEW, names notwithstanding, about his behavior backstage and how it's probably becoming an issue, probably because of all the cocaine that he's doing. Um, <laughs> so in an article from comicbook.com, uh, it states this. Uh, it led to reports of issues backstage. Tony Khan, of course, president, addressed those reports while on Superstar Crossover with Josh Martinez this week, where a handful of former wrestlers who worked for promotion have discussed communication issues while others have voiced their frustration about getting TV time on AEW Dynamite as well as Rampage. Let's be particular, he did not mention AEW Dark or Dark Elevation. Uh, but in Tony Khan's retort, he says, we have a great crew. We're very happy with the shows we've been doing. We have a great team of people. I recently did some promotions and added to the team with a new group. Hopefully the communication is only going to get better because I can only be in so many places at one time and talk to so many people with such a big team. I think that'll help in general. I think we have a really great environment and a great backstage. Overall, it's been a great summer for us and it's only going to get better. A lot of the biggest stars in AEW have been out, so it's been great for us to maintain this position. Last week on Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite, number one show on all of cable, which is something that he has to say. Like, it seems like it just runs off his mouth. Um, is, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Does Tony, is that Tony Khan's email signature? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Like, like in, in Tony Khan, does he go to meetings? Hi, I'm Tony Khan. I use he, him pronouns. AEW number one show. <laughs> you know, he starts promoting that. And then he, he continued to say, but there's a lot of really good camaraderie momentum. I can't get everybody on the show. It's challenging. In some ways, when you have three hours of television, I get that. If you're looking at a competitor that has seven hours of people in that company are twice as likely to be on TV. If you look at it that way, it's very competitive for spots. But it also means people have to do the most to maximize the time they do get, wherever it is, whether it's on TV or streaming. And I do think our TV show... And the participation we've had from fans and why we all feel so good this year is it's great to be back on the road like uh, this last year and after doing shows and lockdown sometimes at the stadium. Overall, I think the vibe is positive and we're all very, really excited. It's a big time of the year for AEW of All Out coming up, one of the biggest events on the calendar. And we approach one of our biggest TV events of the year coming up to New York with AEW Grand Slam. Um, and by the way, this week's dynamite special is called Quake by the Lake, which my lord, what a interesting it's what? called Quake by the Lake. Quake? I'm sorry, Quake by yes, the Lake. Yes, Quake by the Lake, okay. No, it's not. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. That that sounds like a that sounds like a smutty fan fiction I wrote in high school. <laughs> That's bad. I'll give you Quake by the Lake. Oh my God. Uh -uh. Oh, it's it's a Quake at the Lake, Quake by Lake. I don't know. There's a Quake and there's a Lake involved. Um, But what lake are we quaking at? What lake are we quaking? I don't know. But what came over me? Answer this to me. You you heard. You good one, Taquan. Um, you you heard what Tony Khan's little retort was, all of those rumors. Does it sound to you, because it sounds sure hell sounds like it to me, does it sound to you like he's on the defensive and that there could be some truth to some of these rumors? Like it's like it's like he like he took like a very political stance to answering that question. I fucking love AEW. Like that's not a secret. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm 
I am not going to make the mistake that a lot of like Vince McMahon purists make and they like will stand by that man no matter what decision he makes just because he's Vince McMahon. Like I don't do that shit with Tony Khan and I think Tony Khan needs to be held accountable. Tony Khan at the end of the day, while he's creating a product that I really enjoy, he's a rich man with his daddy's money playing GM mode. Yeah. Like it's like, he's just, he's doing what WWE did and is poaching all the indie town, except now he's poaching all the WWE releases. You know what that's called? So, okay. And uh, 20 or so years ago, that was called WCW. Yeah. And while I'm always like going to be grateful to have an alternative that's different than WWE, because even though trips, taking over is incredible mm-hmm. and like we'll talk about that more later trip still isn't going to do a lot of the stuff AEW is doing because wwe still has an expectation to maintain yes, w- like they are going to be the more they're the more family friendly product no matter yeah, what wwe is the it's still the global product and the the standard bearer for the entire industry whether AEW fans accept it or not you know that that it is what it is. The fact that AEW is as popular as it is is because WWE was there. And to be honest with you, they poached a lot of WWE talent, which helped up their stock for a little bit. And now, like now, now I'm getting annoyed about all of the the talk. That everyone's like, "Wow, everyone's going to go back to WWE now." The trips is in charge. Well, no, that's not the case because a lot of people are still under contracts with AEW, and so you, you can't go. Adam, Adam, like Adam Cole and Malachi Black are on five year deals. Like they're not going yeah, back. No, Adam Cole is on a five year vacation, playing wrestling with his friends and having his girlfriend around. Must be nice, Adam Cole. Like that's like that's Adam Cole is playing wrestler right now. You know, like why would Adam Cole leave? Why would Adam Cole yeah, leave? Yeah, it's the same thing that happened with WWE. Why would these guys leave their contracts that are great contracts with guaranteed money? You know, so it is what it is. Okay, your video froze real quick. Well, we oh, there, you're back now. Um, so it, it seems okay. to me that Tony has Tony has an issue here, and Tony needs to needs to man up and hire some more professionals to help him run the company that he decided to do. You know, that that's 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 all there is to it. Like Tony, you like you said, like you said in your own comment, Tony, you cannot do you can't be everywhere at once. You're becoming, you're getting to the point where you're becoming too big to handle all of this. Way too big to handle all of this. <laughs> yeah. See, before we move on from AEW, can I just ask our listeners that are live right now? Yeah. If CM Punk comes back, can you notify me immediately, please? And thank you. I feel like that's, because I feel like that's I a standard. <laughs> I feel like this quake by the lake nonsense means there's some t- bullshit afoot and a return. And either Punk is coming back, Kenny Omega is coming back, or MJF is coming back today. Kenny's not to coming quake, back. To cause the quake. Oh, Kenny's not coming back anytime soon until that video game is fixed. And that video game needs some work. Um, Taekwondo with the line of a night so far. Quake by the lake is a Friday the 13th porn parody title. If that is actually true, yeah. kudos to you, Taekwondo. kudos to you if that is an actual porn parody (laughs) cream menace punk to is on fire tonight (laughs) 
<laughs> absolute fire tonight. So uh, Tony Khan is sounds very shaky in that response, and he and he should be shaky because he needs to start utilizing the people around him and actually man up and be the owner of AEW and start to run shit. Like learn how to run business, Tony. Stop being a promoter, but re- you can still be a promoter, but but run your business. Be the businessman that you're supposed to be. Um, but let's move on to another former businessman now retired. There is more news from Vince McMahon, Kay Murphy. Are you stop it? Are you ready for this? No, but do I'm gonna I <laughs> here in the reports. Yeah, the reports came out. Um, yesterday, actually, and here's a report coming directly from CNN World Wrestling Entertainment on Tuesday disclosed additional unrecorded expenses now totaling $19.6 million related to former CEO Vince McMahon, with two additional payments totaling the $5 million remain in 2007 and 2009 and are unrelated to an investigation of his alleged misconduct by WWE's board, the company said in a regular fi- regulatory filing. The investigation remains ongoing, and the company did say this. Um, in regards to McMahon and the probe, the company has evaluated the unrecorded expenses and has determined that such amounts should have been recorded as expenses in each of the periods in which they became probable and and estimable. WWE said in the filing, it said all payments classified as unrecorded uh, expenses were or will be paid by McMahon personally. So that is a bit of an issue, Kay, because well, you, you know what that means. <laughs> Bless you. What does that mean? It means. Thank you. It means some of the money that Mr. McMahon used to pay off these women in non-disclosure agreements was with WWE expenses. Yeah. If they're, if they are saying that. Um, these things should have been filed as expenses, which means they should have been filed as part of their expenses towards whatever quarter those things are in, which means Vince McMahon was using company money to pay off these women and not his own personal funds. So, yeah, that's, that is a, that is a damning piece of evidence on Mr. McMahon. And I mean, I like it's. Oh, well, go ahead, Kay, the, yeah. The Vince, the Vince McMahon peers that I spoke about earlier are going to find a way to defend this, and I really want to hear what it it's, is. Honestly, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. We have said on this show, non-disclosure agreements having affairs. This is a Vince McMahon one-on-one thing, you know. And non-disclosure agreements are very widespread thing that happens in the corporate world for many other reasons besides affairs with uh with people within the company um the fact of the matter is the only way this would become a huge issue is if mcmahon used company money and not his personal funds to pay these people off for lack of a better term and according to wwe's own report in their filing it appears that McMahon was using company money when he shouldn't have been. And that's a huge issue. And that is probably the grandest, re- the biggest reason for his retirement. You know, that's fucked. I'm yeah. not shocked. I, I, honestly, fucked. I'm not. I'm not. I would. I, I'm not shocked, but I, I would just think that Vince McMahon, I don't know, would have been a little bit smarter. <laughs> 
with like with I mother, know I mean, a man. At the end of the day, he's still a man. That's true. That's <laughs> very, and very true. Respectfully, men that have penises that often think with them above using their brain make kind of dumb decisions. Fair enough. Y'all can come for me in the comments. I don't care. I'm right. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's. It is something to be said that they just found this. So there is a little bit of craftiness with this. And these are back in like 2007, 2009. So there was some, there's some expertise there, but still you use, com- it looks like you use company funds. And that's a, that's a huge fucking issue. It's fucked up. It's a huge fucking issue. And like I said, you can, and as we've said on the show before, you can, you can hate the missing man for the person, but Vincent Man, the the wrestling booker. Sorry about that, as I just drop shit everywhere. Uh, Vincent Man, the wrestling booker, great is is one of the best one of the best businessmen we've ever seen. Personally, but not the smartest. Yeah, well, in terms of wrestling, he probably is the smartest. Oh. I mean, in life. <laughs> Taquan agrees with you, Kay. This is some good shit. <laughs> That's true. Taquan agree, agrees with you, Kay. Taquan says I have a penis and sometimes it does talking. Kay is right. <laughs> I've dated a lot of men in my day. <laughs> I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> You've seen it talk it's firsthand. Sad. It's sad and a little scary. And yeah, and the power of the penis. Um, also, power of the pussy, which is even a greater power in and of itself. Power yeah, well, more powerful. Yeah, there, there's, <laughs> there's a there's a great slew of videos I have to show you about that. Okay, but let's move on from 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 drug addict Tony and shady events to WrestleMania Hollywood. Guess what? Because guess what? K the pre-sale for WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles has been going on this entire week with tickets going on sale this Friday. August 12th. Did you buy your fucking tickets already? No. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to... I need... There. This is not a convenient time for me to buy WrestleMania tickets. I intend on going. Mm-hmm. I just... I'm going to New Orleans in May and I just need to make sure that I just budget this correctly and I'm nervous. Yeah. Here, here's my issue with this, okay? Because usually, you know me, I would have bought my tickets already, would have made an announcement on the show, like, I'm going to WrestleMania in Hollywood. Um, but obviously, there were some events in my life that got in the way of that that made me want to rethink. Um, but also, there is an issue when they did the pre-sale. So when they did the pre-sale, what ended up happening was, as I've noticed so far, uh, with tick, they, they're back in Ticketmaster because Sophie's a Ticketmaster arena, um, is that their pre-sale codes were only for single day tickets. And oh, yeah, and so they they kind of secretly leaked the combo tickets without any sort of pre-sale code. Oh. So a lot of the combo tickets during the pre-sale are already gone. And so you'd have to buy single day tickets right now during the pre-sale. And that's a lot more money. Let me tell you right now. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> so my 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 guess is right now because the plan at the at the moment because things can change um, is that I believe myself and Charles will be making the trip out to L.A. at the moment. Oh, good. 
Um, and Kay, obviously, we're, we're trying to make, I'm telling you right now, Kay, we're trying to make a week out of it, including Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's honestly, it's only because the, it's only because the Avengers camp is in there and so is Star Wars and I need a lightsaber and I need Infinity Stones. <laughs> I agree. So, um, I, I want to do a week in LA. Because I can work from LA. Mm. Oh, that's um, right, you can. But I, that's why I, I'm less concerned about going to WrestleMania because I can, I don't have to take off of work except for, I would take off for Mania, the Mania days themselves. Sure. Because that makes I sense. Go to, I go to work at 4 a.m. and it's not happening. <laughs> no, it's so, not. And like, if I wanted to, I'm sure I could ask to work the West Coast shift for a week. Or something like that. Something to be a little bit more accommodating get out of, to. And get, out of, and get out of work at like 3 a.m., nap for a few hours, and then like do like, like stuff. Yeah. But um, I want, I want, I know Dylan wants to come to Mania. I know Dylan, I don't think could do the full week in LA. So I feel like we could send them out. They come out for mania. We have yeah, to talk about can... it. We haven't actually talked about mania yet, but yeah. I would love for like all of us to do like, have like a full fun time. Like I'm down, like I'm down to I'm, get like, yeah. a week, like party Airbnb, like, yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely started doing some research about the areas and things like that, especially uh, traveling and cards and all of that stuff. I may need to talk to an expert, uh, but used to live in the area to help me out with that. Um, but apparently, DeQuan's also saying Universal Hollywood is also getting Nintendo Land around the time of WrestleMania uh, as well. So there's a, oh my so, God. There's a lot, it's a lot of shit to do. <laughs> I need to make more money, though. Because <laughs> this yeah. sounds expensive. <laughs> it's only expensive <laughs> if you do it all at once, to be honest with you. That's why you be... That's true. I'm kind of glad that they're doing the tickets now so that I can focus on other shit in the interim and, like, slowly pay that off. Yeah, all I really need to pay for right now, um, early, I have to... But my flight um, but like I paid for my Airbnb. Yeah, I have to. And I have to pay for my trip to Salem in October. <laughs> you would. I would what? I'm. I'm not surprised you're going to Salem. We're taking Caitlin for her thirtieth birthday. Of course, of course, I love it. Really? I love it. Apparently, Mr. Fred. Apparently, Mr. Fred's of Nintendo is going to be there, and we better expect you there, Fred. Uh, but we can definitely talk all about all of that a little bit off air when we when we get closer to the manier, as we can plan this out as best as possible. So let's go into the week of, of, of wrestling and on SmackDown. I have questions. I have questions. They revealed. <laughs> they finally revealed. But all the way, we're getting a women's tag toy like we had promised months ago. And here's the bracket. So the bracket is uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke versus EO Sky and Dakota Kai. By the way, Kay, what was your thoughts on Dakota and EO returning? I'm re- I was really excited. I was really, really excited. Um Am I Dakota Kai because of my hair? By the way, I listened to the show. I want to say yes. And I heard I'm. I want to say yes. Um, I don't remember, but I want to say. I, well, there was never a reason given. I was just assuming it was because I have pink hair. 
But I think Yoshirai has been over specifically has been overdue for a call up and I just feel so confident knowing Triple H is in charge. <laughs> That's wild to me. Like I feel I have not felt this secure as a WWE fan in like a hot minute. And I have <laughs> this is how I like feel like going from a million toxic like romantic relationships to like a healthy one. It's like like Triple H is like my healthy partner. Thanks, <laughs> Trips. Um, but I it feels so fresh. Yes, like it does. I wasn't bored during Raw. No, you week. I watched Raw. Yes, you did. Um, you missed some stuff on Raw. But, but we'll get to that. Whose mm. fault? But these, some of these tag teams were. I'm confused about. Okay, so I mean, they're all like most tag teams are kind of just makeshift and put together. Well, let's read through some of them while we have them up. So we have we have uh, Dakota, uh, not sorry, Dana Brooke and Tamina versus Io Sky and Dakota Kai. There's also Bliss and Asuka versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop on the other side of the bracket. Uh, looks like we have Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah versus Shotzi and Zaya Lee. <laughs> um, Shachi's definitely a daddy, right? Okay. Yeah. And then we have, uh, let's see, who else do we have? We have Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark from NXT uh, versus Natty and Daddy DeVille as well. So those are your, those. that's your bracket for the tag team championships right now. I like it. I like that there is NXT inclusion. Um, in here as well, it's, it, mm-hmm. it's, they're representing all of the brands in this women's tag tournament, which I think is going to be very, very interesting. Who wins this? I don't know. Wait, I have, I have a question. Yeah. Wait, doesn't NXT have women's tag champions? Or they, did I make that up? No, they do. They do have women's. I was tag just champions. saying, like maybe they're make. I wondered if they were going to make it like a unification, the ta- like they were doing the. Kind of, yeah. I don't know what they're but, doing, but there, there's a lot of random shit. I, I haven't, I haven't watched NXT in what feels like a year. It's, it's good. It's there's some, so, there's some fun know. stuff going on in NXT. A lot of characterization, a lot of character development. I, I find it interesting because Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark are in kind of the big picture of the NXT Women's Division, which is massively growing again. By the way, there's a lot of fresh talent that just needs a lot of seasoning, but there, there's good talent there. There's a lot of good talent uh, down there. HBK is doing a good job, uh, but let's move on from the women's tag tour. So, okay, I, let's go to Raw. Let's go to the wildness that was Raw. So, okay, I'm look. Do you see this picture that I put up here? Did you Did you notice this? This This was in. Yeah. This is in the background no. of the Kevin Owens interview backstage. So Kevin Owens during Raw took out a lot. I didn't see that. Okay. So KO during Raw, because you watch Hulu Raw, KO during Raw took out Elias. Okay. Took out Elias. KO oh, hell yeah. or Ezekiel, sorry. And we're and K Murphy. I, you're gonna choke on your bun, but we got we got power bomb on the apron, Kevin Owens back. <laughs> oh god damn <laughs> Kevin Owens will be dad- Kevin Owens could be a daddy by the end of the month yeah we got screaming powerbomb <laughs> Kevin Owens on the apron back so in the you're fucked up to go on. I love that comment though. He goes, when I saw that car crash on Raw tonight, I thought Sunday was making a guest appearance. <laughs> That's so fucked up, but good. Fucked up, but good. <laughs> um, 
So they did a they did a backstage segment with Kevin Owens, and then the background was this picture. You see Nikki A. Saints, and you see Dewdrop, and you see a bunch of other security people, and this crashed black car. And they didn't mention it. It just happened to be in the background of Kevin Owens's uh, of interview segment. Moving along from this, Kay, uh, as you see, we did a backstage segment with uh, with Bliss and and Bliss, Oscar, and Sky and Kai and Bailey. I think I saw that. And as you see in that background, you have. This guy, this guy in white, and a bunch of people were, were running behind Bliss as they're doing an interview, like security and stuff running behind Bliss, and they don't mention it. Like, they don't mention it at all. That's really fun. Okay. And so all the internet marks are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you see a car crash that they're not mentioning. Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. are there. But people are running past Bliss as she's trying to, like, talk. And then... At the end of the Styles match, I can put you see this K right here. At the end of the match, style there's some rummaging going on. Looks like security is trying to handle that's somebody's front and jump. That's how Hulu Raw ended with like that shot. Yes, and AJ is pointing, as you see in the tele somebody who teleprompted it, to this face. And that pasty face showed up, K. And are you ready for a reveal? He's back. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. They did it so well. So what they showed was that they were trying to fight him. He had a hood on. They're trying. Then they were. They were like trying to wrestle him to like arrest him. So you never saw his face until what happened was the police like put him back up on his feet and one of the police guards pulled the hood off as they were walking him back. And they showed this (laughs) and they showed this psychotic face of Dexter Loomis returning. There is no explanation of this from commentary or anybody. This is how Raw ended. We don't know what's up. People are saying the car crash is Dexter or something that there's some sort of connection, but honestly, I love it. I marked out for this. Give me an index for you. <laughs> okay. I, that was, that was the last thing I gave a shit about it. NXT was in Dex. And then Dexter Loomis getting released was one of my like, okay, I'm out moments. Yeah. Is that, De- all right. So, so okay. Is Dexter Loomis a daddy now too? Is it daddy Dexter? I don't know. Come back to me in a few weeks. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair. So and so you also have to think about this, Kay. They were in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Where's jo- where's Jonathan Gargano? I don't know, but if you think about it, India's still on India still employed. Austin Theory is employed. So- Dexter is now back employed. Can we bring back the way? I would mark out so hard if you give me a main roster way. <laughs> I think it would be on SmackDown. But you have to do it on SmackDown, I feel like. They have everyone raw, I think. I I wanna see the I wanna see the way go against the fucking bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. This is just the that, no, but no, no, but that makes sense, Miss Austin. Awesome. Uh, 
Austin Theory, like, yo, it totally makes sense. Book it. Give me the way versus the bloodline. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, this is just one of a, this is the, the Dexter Loomis showing up and we have no idea why he's back, which is so much speculation. Um, this is just one of many moves yeah, this is one of many moves of Triple H because if you guys don't know, Samuel Shaw, which is what Dexter Loomis goes by on other places, was showing up on like NWA TV <laughs> and doing stuff and running the Indies, and all of a sudden he came back. Um, I have a question. Well. What is Triple? Does will Triple H let that let wet wrestlers like kind of like what? It- AEW will let them do if they want to like fuck around on the indies. Do you think Trips would let some of them do that? No, unless it's something that's like a contracted like agreement, like a one time thing or a one off. Gotcha. You know, because that's the big thing that separates WWE from AEW. Their superstars can only be found in WWE and then not anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think they want to keep that exclusivity because that 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 makes sure. that that's where the money is. To be completely honest, yeah, it makes the premium exactly um this is one of the many weird things that happened on raw besides this banger of a u.s title match even though it looked like total oh, calamity great. i thought for a second champa was literally going to win he looked great bobby lashley made him look like a million fucking bucks he came out with the harley race um rope. i thought he was gonna win with because of that jacket he hit the gargano escape in Cleveland and Corey Graves is one of the best calls he's ever made. Sometimes you got to do it yourself. And I was like, yes, Corey, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and I'll, and I, I thought he was going to do it. I thought it was going to be a Johnny Gargano thing, but alas, no Johnny just yet. Johnny's playing the long game, which is very smart of him, <laughs> you know, um, but I do like, Chapa's homage to him. Yeah, I think that's really and cool. And I think it's a very positive sign. Very positive sign. I miss Johnny Gargano. We all do. And here's how I thought he was going to show up if he was going to show up. You have Austin Theory backstage, like on like a bench or something, like crying because no one likes him. Like just being Austin Theory, you know? <laughs> and then some of them, like Johnny and Candace, put their hands on their shoulder and it pans out and it's them. And it's like, don't worry, Austin, we'll show you the way. And they like walk off, <laughs> they walk off together. <laughs> <laughs> Families for <laughs> okay, Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I've still never seen a Fast and Furious film. <sighs> it's a lot, but they're, 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 they have they have their own charm to them. So Bobby and Bobby did his best to make Chapo very formidable. Everybody looked great coming out of this. It's a hell of a match. Uh, also, speaking of hell of a matches, they set up this six-woman tag for Clash at the Castle. Bianca, Asuka, Bliss versus Bailey, Sky, and Kai. I think that's so fun. Like that's so that is correct. Yes, it protects Bianca, so she won't have to. So she won't have to defend at Clash at the Castle. It's so good, and they finally are doing something. Like, that's not just the horsewomen versus the horsewomen. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it is going to be. I'm really excited for Clash of the Castle. It's Labor Day weekend. It'll be a good, relaxing weekend, hopefully, for everybody. Uh, well. And it's like, it's, it's an right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, uh, it's, in, it's in the UK, so yes. Yeah. So I'll be out of work. Um, it's right after I get out of work. 
There you go. And Fast and the Furious are not terrible movies. They're just not great movies. Yeah, my partner difference. Like, loves them, like really loves them. And I know, I, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> they're 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 easy. They're 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 fun. They're fun to get there. I've agreed. I will watch them. I just like. I don't know when. I don't get it. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Vin Diesel drives a car. What's so good about that? All right. So here's the thing with the Fast and Furious, real quick. Just Vin Diesel's not the best. You you watch the Fast and Furious for everybody else besides Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel looks better because of the people that are acting around him. Oh. That's why. There's a reason Vin Diesel is the voice of Groot and they didn't give him didn't give him any of her lines in Marvel besides I am Groot. <laughs> okay. There is a re- there is a reason. It's giving <laughs> Leah Michelle can't read. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you know about that conspiracy theory? No, I don't, but it it, it sounds like a Vin Diesel thing to me. <laughs> We'll talk about it on the post show. Let's move on. Um, Obviously to this psychotic shit that happened on SmackDown at the end. So, Kay, did you watch SmackDown at all? Oh, I heard about it. I did, I fell asleep today, so like my re- what wrestling catch-up didn't happen. I watched Raw. Okay. And that's it. So let me tell you how this came to be. I'm going to try to picture this for you. So it's the end of SmackDown. Okay. Roman Reigns finally comes out, and he says, South Carolina, acknowledge me. He's talking about how Paul Heyman's on the shelf because he took an F5 and that they have no wise man. And he's talking, he's just BSing for a little bit. And then he gets he he gets interrupted by Drew McIntyre. Okay. Okay. By your by former daddy Drew. Who is Yeah. Drew does absolutely nothing for me now. Well they ruined Well, him. well, okay. Let me tell you about the Drew came out hot and said, I don't want to wait to Classic Castle. I want to go right now. Tears his shirt off, throws in the crowd. So now he's walking to He's walking to face Roman and the Uso shirtless and just in jeans and boots, like just like ready to beat somebody's ass. Calm down, Kay. Calm down. I, <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention before my current daddy, Finn Balor in those black pants is surprisingly giving me daddy. I'm surprised by that, too, to be honest with you. You remember the blue trunks era? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's I totally forgot about this. Thank you, Taquan. Drew, I think Drew had a gaffe because he, or he said it on purpose. He called Roman the tribal queef and got away with it on TV. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did not say queef on fucking television. Yes, he did. He got away with saying tribal queef on television. Yes. <laughs> Wow, the trip there is so. <laughs> and then I feel like I've only heard the word queef used on South Park. Mm-hmm. So, Kay, here's what happened. He's about to approach. He's about to get into the ring. Then all of a sudden, the lights start dimming, and the screen goes black and white, and all you see is Scarlet with her back to the stage she's on she's like right at the entrance ramp 
with her back in her corset and her arms out and smoke everywhere, just like his NXT yep. entrance. <laughs> yes. <Wow. laughs> so everybody's looking like what's going on all of a sudden. Karrion Cross, as you can see with hair this time, comes from the crowd. I don't like it. I like him better than his bald head. Comes from the crowd and starts beating the crap out of Drew. Like, okay, he took Drew's head and banged it against the steel steps almost 10 times. Good for him. Okay. <laughs> then Scarlett finally comes in her corset crazy outfit that she loves to wear. And they both look at Roman and Kay. Scarlett brings out the hourglass and, turn, wow. and turns it and flips it over so it starts going and leaves it in front of Roman and the Usos and they walk away and Karrion Cross points to his wrist saying tick tock what that's <laughs> alright I gotta watch that <laughs> that's cool that's really cool yeah so the Triple H era is off to a massive massive uh, success I think he is he is getting everybody that left that was probably unjustfully taken away due to quote unquote budget cuts um, <laughs> and bringing them back. Because remember, Kay, for a while he was, they were supposed to do um, the control your narrative. He was supposed to be part of him and. Um, oh, was he? Yeah. It was supposed to be him, Braun, and EC3. Mm. But I guess that's over with because WWE came a call. And honestly, good for him. He had a horrible, horrible run the first go around. They didn't allow him to bring Scarlett up to the roster with him. Yeah. But now they're married. They are legit married now. Mm -hmm. So they are a couple. So I think that's more bargaining power for him and her because she is a huge part of his gimmick. <laughs> yeah. He sucks without her. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the huge part of his gimmick, um, and I'm very interested to see what they do with him in particular. So welcome back, Karen Cross and Scarlet. More importantly, welcome back, Scarlet. Scar Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet's a daddy, but can we put Scarlet back in the his can we put Scarlet Bernona's yeah. daddy list? <laughs> Yeah, Scarlett Bordeaux is definitely a daddy. <laughs> I would, I would fall and pray for her. <laughs> I think everybody would fall and pray for Scarlett. Uh, moving on to something that's a little bit more concerning, Kay Murphy, uh, Liv Morgan. We might have a problem. Oh my god, I did see that. Actually, I did see that. Liv Morgan got booed out of the building during her promo. I respected that she's like that she called she was up front about and she's like sure. I appreciate y'all calling me out my shit on TV, on national TV. Yeah, but do you find that a little concerning? She's supposed to be your top baby face. Um it's given I didn't think they would turn on her this bad because there are people like Slack that wants to be <laughs> No, but like this is not even me just like shitting on Slack. Like, there are people that like really, really love her. Like, like she's got. I thought she had like mad stands on the internet, and all the marks I guess are the ones going to the shows. So they're gonna boo her. 
because she's a hot girl that isn't the best wrestler. She's fine, but she... And I don't like Ronda Rousey, but her winning against Ronda Rousey twice isn't believable in any way. I was shocked it happened the first time. I was gagged about the second time. I th- and for me, her, oh, okay. I don't know. Her having a meaningful title on like doesn't seem realistic, and I feel really bad saying that. I want her to have a nice, good, like fun title run, but like. It just doesn't feel realistic. Well, that title run. It feels very forced. Well, okay, I will tell you that title run is about to come to an end because do you know the new number one contender that Liv Morgan it's Shana, will right? face at Clash Actually, at the Castle? I, wait, what? I think I saw half of SmackDown because I didn't see Scarlett and Karrion Cross. You did not. There was a gauntlet match to determine who would be Liv Morgan's number one contender. And to be honest with you, Raquel Gonzalez was the star of a gauntlet match. They made her look like a million bucks, as they yeah. should. Um, everybody. I thought she was bullied off this thing. Yeah, until... The long awaited. This is another Triple H is laying down the hammer now, yet again. Yeah, literally laying down the hammer. Your new number one contender, and I dare say this, and I will dare say this, your your future SmackDown Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler, is coming to tear Liv Morgan apart at Clash at the Castle. Kill her. It's going to be very good. <laughs> yes. With, I kind of think it's going to be a squash match. I, I believe so as well. Um, I think it is going to be a major squash, which will bring Shayna to everybody's daddy list again. Because I know a lot of people who are, I know a lot of people who say Shayna is a secret daddy. Not to me. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with I, that. I, not my, she's not my type, yeah. but like I like her better. I have, I have historically hated Shayna Baszler since like day one. Really, I hated her. I absolutely hated her. Huh. And then Ronda Rousey happened to me, and then I'm like, okay, she's not so bad anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. But I don't know. I just thought she was an asshole. Um, I remember actively booing her. At Evolution. Really? You were there. I don't... There, uh, that was a long time ago, okay? That wasn't a long That's time a, ago, but yeah, I was like, I aggressively booed her. I gotcha, her. okay? Your camera's off a little. Your camera, you're frozen. Bit, but hopefully you'll come back in a... Great. In a second. It's a great look for you, though. Can you, like, I doubt it. Yeah, no. I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> Am I at least moving yet? No, you're not moving yet. Oh, oh, there you are. Um, there you are. You're back now. Good job, Kay. Welcome back. Oh, thank God. Well, well my face doesn't hide anything. <laughs> so, often, so my face often freezes on the most unflattering faces humanly possible. It happens. That's almost always what happened. It happens. Always. But Shayna two-time, I think, is going to tear Luke Morgan apart. Well, I think we are getting a massive Shayna run on on SmackDown. I honestly, I want to see Shayna versus Bianca at Survivor Series. That would be dope. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because if my predictions come correctly, you're going to need a massive heel like Shayna Baszler to run around that SmackDown Women's Division because I do believe if the rumors are true, which we're not going to talk about these rumors, but I do believe if the rumors are true that there are two massive baby faces returning to SmackDown. They have done a lot. Oh, they have done a lot for the women's division on Raw, but you need to even it out on SmackDown. And if all is uh, supposedly going to plan, that Smack the Raw and, and SmackDown women's divisions are going to be just fine in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Just do you think so- it's going to? I hope so. I hope so. What here's what we know so far is to expect the unexpected with Triple H in charge at this moment. There is a lot of creative storytelling that is yet to be unfolded. But right now, SmackDown and Raw is must see TV because at this moment, you don't know who's going to pop up and you don't know who's going to face each other. Like, for instance, we have an intercontinental title fight between Gunther and Shinsuke Nakamura next week on SmackDown. Excuse me? Exactly. Shinsuke versus Gunther for the intercontinental That's championship. Incredible. Would you say it's meat slapping? incredible. That is fucking me slapping. <laughs> Will, please add the sound in post. <laughs> I'm doing the show in post, so I don't have it. Um, I should take this. We should put the sound bite in our media fire, but, um, but yeah, I'm excited for this because you have strong style, which is very hard hitting. And then you just have Gunther who just likes to hit people really hard. It's great. Oh, it, it's so great. I am so excited for this. If they're like they're doing a lot for US title, I think they're gonna do equally as well for the Intercontinental title with these two great workers. Um, because you have the ultra serious Gunther, you have the slap happy Bugs Bunny funny of Shinsuke Nakamura. And they're gonna put on a hell of a show. Who do you have for this K? Gunther. Really? Yeah. I want to see him have a run similar to his UK run where it lasted forever. Do you want to see Gunther versus Roman? Yes. Like, how would you feel if Gunther, how would you feel if Gunther like started slapping Roman like crazy? Meat slapping. (laughs) Oh my God. It would be a meat slapping. I feel like Gunther would become a dead woman. I'm I'm not surprised. Have you not seen what he's been? Daddy mania. He Have you not seen great. what he's been doing? Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He lost so much weight. He looks fantastic. Have you seen what he's been doing to um Ludwig? No. This is my this is why I make Gunther Daddy all, all automatically. So every time Ludwig disgraces him or something, he makes Ludwig put his hands behind his back and he just chops him and then tells him to get back up and he hits him again and tells him to get back up and he hits him again. Oh. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That's really hot. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So Gunther's now 2022 Gunther. Yeah, I have to send you video clips of Gunther Chap and Ludwig because he'll do it like he'll ever do it in the ring or like if he's on the stage, he'll just like slap the crap out of him and be like says something or does something disgraceful. 
Oh my god, that's so great! Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Triple Play. <laughs> Goonflake is keep his twink button, twink bottom Ludwig in line. Saquon, <laughs> <laughs> you are on a mission tonight. I love it. I absolutely love it. So we're kind of at the end of everything we need to talk about in wrestling because Triple H is on fire. There's a lot of unpredictable shit. There's a quake by the lake or whatever the hell's going on in AEW. <laughs> but there is one thing that is still up in the air, Ken. I do want to discuss this with you as part of our future cycles. We want to predict what might happen in this world of wrestling these days. And it's this. Where is MJF going to show up next there's an issue here you have obviously now news coming out of people frustrated with the way Tony Khan's doing things backstage and probably taking favoritism over a couple things quiver by the river that's a good one um (laughs) and now you have Triple H who at this point has shown us that he is willing to do anything and everything to keep the marks happy and giving them what they want. I believe there is a war for MJF that is going on behind everybody's backs. So the question is, does he show, does he return to AEW or does he do a surprise Jericho like appearance in WWE? So he's under contract until 2024, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So I heard that no one in AEW at all has heard from him in over two months. No, like no one. He is totally off the grid Mm -hmm. and not talking to anyone in wrestling. Like this is, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if this is a shoot turned work. I think so. I, I think like, so. I think I don't think he will. Re- I think it's by 2024 he will be in a, in a, a WWE for sure. Can I can see him pop, like I could see him being a, a WrestleMania surprise. Whew. He would have to a WrestleMania surprise in Philly because that's when 2024 WrestleMania would be. Because I don't think his I don't think his popularity I would, can I be- last without being seen on TV for another two years. I think I could see him debuting at a Philly mania because that's very, it's tri-state area, like ish, Mm -hmm. like it's East coast. Like MJF is from Long Island. There will be Long Island people present. Yeah. Like, but but I could see him like coming back to AEW and fulfilling the next two years of his contract. I don't know. Uh, Like, unhappily. I don't know if that's going to suffice. I mean, could they bench him? Sure. It's not a tactic that hasn't been used before. They could bench him and he just sits out his contract. That would be the smart thing to do as like a holding pattern Um, so that he doesn't go anywhere else. But I don't think that's what MGF wants to do. There's rumors that Sasha didn't want to get Benz, and that's how she got out of her contract, or allegedly was getting out of her contract. Um, I still think there is a possibility that Trips and company would be willing to... They buy him out? Buy him out. Throw AEW some money, make it a very, very under... Not an under-the-table deal. It's not like, a, not like a shady deal, but an agreement that they don't really talk about talk about yeah i can 1000 percent see trips throwing money at tony for 
MJF. I could see it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I believe Triple H is more capable of handling MJF than Vince's was, would have been. Mm-hmm. Here's also... Uh, Triple H being in charge changes everything. Mm-hmm. Here's also the thing, okay? I think this is a way for... Triple H has been in the business for a very, very long time. And from a wrestling business standpoint, not just a business standpoint, a wrestling business standpoint, Triple H is smarter than Tony Khan. By leaps and bounds in the re- by leaps and bounds in the wrestling business. And I think this is a way to for Triple H to show how brilliant he is exercise. and exercise his brilliance by taking quote unquote one of the pillars of AEW yet again. If Triple H takes enough pillars, I think AEW crumbles. He's got Cody was supposed to be a pillar. He's not technically a pillar, but he's still one of the founding members that got this thing started. That's a blow. You're taking away the foundation. Now you're going to take away one of the pillars. Potentially, there is a there is a sinking ship known as All Elite Wrestling, and if and if Tony and company don't wise up, it's going away. It, they won't make it to 2025. And that's, uh, I think that's sad. It is unfortunately sad. But I think for me, and like, I have noticed, like, my interest in wrestling has decreased so heavily in the last few months. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, it was the double whammy for me of Punk getting injured and Jeff having another DUI. Mm-hmm. And just my two favorite wrestlers both being pulled on TV within weeks of each other. I'm just like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been very difficult. I miss my men, but I want to find the spark to like enjoy watching wrestling again and not feel like I'm doing homework when I watch wrestling because I often feel like I'm doing homework. Mm-hmm. And Trips is make is making me start to like want to watch it again. Yeah, Trips is very detailed. Like I will watch SmackDown tomorrow. Like I'm gonna watch SmackDown tomorrow, knowing we already talked about it. I still want to watch it. That's a good sign. That's a, like I'm not gonna skip it because I don't have to watch it any. I don't have to watch it for the show. Yeah, yeah no, that that is a very very good sign. I have to show you a video when we go to the post show as well. Great. Um, it's great because they they had to try out to Nashville. So WWE PR posted the video of Triple H and company offering all the pe- all the people their contracts. Cute. Mm-hmm. It's great PR for them. Also, Parker Perdo, Baby Brock did official debut on AEW this week. Yeah. He's very green. I saw the clips. I was like, wow, he's there's nothing surprising about him. He's very green. Um but it is what it is. But that's pretty much the end of our show this week. It's a shorter show this week, which is an okay thing. Uh, by this time next week, we will have a guest. If you like blonde ales, if you like American blonde ales, hint, hint, wink, wink, tongue in cheek, that American blonde ale will be on the show talking about all things uh, beer and AEW wrestling for all of that. So American blonde ale is what we're going to be calling her as our code name right now. We'll be showing up on the show as our special guest. She has a lot to talk about. Uh, she's a beer influencer. And it's going to be a pretty, pretty 
interesting time for everybody involved. But let's get the hell out of here. So let's start that outro, which I will do in post. Anywho, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 303, Love and War. I am your love bug king, Ricky Rose. You can find me in the Bachelor Bix across all social media outlets. Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, leave us five star reviews wherever you are listening to us or watching us. Spread the love. Let everybody know uh, where you get all of your great wrestling content and knowledge from as well. If you're listening to us, you can listen to us by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast and follow Wrestle Addict Radio socials at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Discord, TikTok as well. TikTok as well, folks. And uh, links to our merchandise and all the other stuff like this great King Ricky Rose merchandise you can get in one of our links below. We have awesome merchandise that's going to be updated very, very soon, including some zip-up hoodies, K-Murphy, for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zip-up hoodies, um, shorts, athletic shorts, swimming trunks, whole bunch of fun shit uh, that's going to be coming our way. But yes, K-Murphy, what do you got for me? Um, the only thing that I feel is appropriate to say right now in honor of episode 303 yes. is, so tell your boyfriend if he says you've got beef, that I'm a vegetarian and I'm not fucking scared of him. You can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy, T-H-E-K-A-E Murphy. God, why do we love love and love seems to hate us? My goodness, K. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 303. Don't trust me. It was my favorite song to play in the employee. Oh my God, I got. I see the ibuprofen has kicked in quite well. Uh, so when we come back, when we come back next week, we will have Will back. We'll have K back. The band will be back together, and we'll have an American blonde ale on the show awesome. with us as well. You know, next week's my birthday episode. And it'll be your birthday episode. So, this will be a very interesting episode, nonetheless. So, until then, folks, we are going to do a post show. Uh, So, please stay if you're watching us live for that. So, until then, folks, goodbye, good night. We'll see you next week with American Blondale. And uh, what am I missing? Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Slack. We'll see you next week. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.